Hey, this is Heather. This is Liz. We're talking all sorts of robots today in our pop culture robot android cyborg edition. Right. We're we're ready for your mansplaining. So let's hit that music. this is going to be our most mansplained episode to date. I think so. And it's it's fun. We've been talking about doing this for a little while, but with some of the different movies that have come out that uh, that have these characters in them, it seems silly to stack them. So we're, we're now taking the time and we are going to talk a little bit about robots. Yeah. yeah. And not just robots, obviously. Robots, androids, and cyborgs. cyborgs. Oh my. Yeah, and, and and more specific to pop culture because we're not going to go into like what Sony's doing and whatnot, right? Yeah, no. yeah. No, no, I don't want to talk about um, your robot, like your 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 uh, made robot that they get, or the vacuum cleaner that talks back. The Roomba. I don't want to talk about a Roomba, and I I don't want to talk about sex robots. Sorry, Sorry. Uh, friends at Dogfin. <laughs> Why are you bringing <laughs> that up? Talk part? about sex another robots. episode. Well, you know, it maybe it's a good tag. I don't know. I'll have to try it out and see if it brings us more traffic. Sex robots. Sex robots will sex do it. Sex robots. Yeah. Um, but we wanted to talk about it because there are so many different levels of attachment that I think we get to these characters that are not human-based life forms for the most part. Um, and I know you've got some some very different stuff from what I have. Mm-hmm. Um, I did make a list of different characters, robot characters in literature, music, film, and television. So okay. kind of covering the gambit there. But let's talk about what is a robot. Okay. Well, so a robot is, uh, in general, the definition is a robot is is a, uh, a piece of machinery that does a job, right? Right. And um, generally in pop culture, they are uh free they're not attached to something like you know in real life they're making cars and shit right well it's an arm yeah you know, a robotic a arm yeah. robotic arm or a robotic you know assembly line type so, of thing yeah. going on putting so, the toothpaste on the tube yeah so so robots are you know just general mechanical things that uh you know can be uh can talk talk and correspond and do things mm-hmm. for humans um an android is a robot but is made to look more human or mm-hmm. make to look human. And so the most famous one I can think of is data. But they're going to have skin. That's yeah, 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 they yeah. Have, they're generally... Not, not a living skin, but no, a no. skin-like surface so that they, they could... Theoretically pass theoretically as human. Is human. And, then, um, and then cyborgs are... I think of the Battlestar Galactica where they have the some Cylons, organs. yeah, the have, the human toasters. Exactly, uh, they've got uh, organic material that the, makes the them. T eight hundred Terminator mm-hmm. yeah. as well. Well, and uh, producer Craig brought up a good point that a Dalek would technically be a cyborg because right because he's ha- got an inside that's alive. Yeah, and a Cyberman too. Paul and I talked about that oh, the yeah, other day yeah, because yeah. they they well, are taking over. Yeah, humans. An, a, yeah. an organic, and they still have organic components. Yeah, inside. so I guess. The Borg eventually become cyborgs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hence the name. Oh, shit. <laughs> you think that that's where it come from? It'd have to. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I am not the first person that that just dawned on. I promise you. <laughs> Somebody else went, huh, look at that. <laughs> We're getting a head shake from producer Craig. I love producer, it. Uh, hey, I know tons <laughs> about the Borg. I just didn't realize why they were called that. 
<laughs> dumbass bitches is what the dumbass be. No, um, yeah, so I think that's a, a good distinction because mm-hmm. we're talking about, you know, machines made to do the work of a man, basically, yep. mm-hmm. um, versus machines that can impersonate a man versus machines that are part man. Yeah, So that's, exactly. that's kind of the... the distinction I yeah guess, yeah and, and an android doesn't necessarily have to pass as human they no. just have to be kind of humanoid right right yeah right so. so anyway but there's tons of them in, in pop culture and like you're saying we kind of get a- attachments to it and humans mm-hmm. do this all the time because i remember reading that about roombas is that <laughs> when people were like sending them in for warranty repair they were like i want this one i back. need mine back yeah. i don't want another His name one. is bob yeah exactly he cleans my carpet and that one time he ran over a pile of dog shit and then spread it across <laughs> have you was, seen that video oh my god it's awful oh this video and i don't know if it was at a shelter or what it was but there was like just dog poop and it was just you could see the triangle, the shape yeah. of where the room... It was terrible. I was like, yeah. I, I read one of them on nope. Reddit that was like um, this uh, uh, This parent uh, got a text from his daughter that the house is dead. And, <laughs> Burn it down. And, and, uh, you know, and so he went home <laughs> and he fi- found that um, his dog had gotten sick. So it was vomit and Ugh. all kinds of stuff. And the Roomba just spread it all around the house it's like just just get rid of the carpet like we're done we can't even i i just you can't come back from that you oh, have to just burn it down and move I, well and you'd have to get rid of your Roomba too because well, yeah, you can't get that shit out of no. there literally I can't get <laughs> hair out of a regular carpet cleaner of any kind i i was I was working at my sister's house the other day i was doing some organizing and and i had pulled out she's got one of those little shark vacuums mm-hmm and the shark vacuum actually has two settings. Yeah. So it's got like a set a lighter setting for like a harder floor tile or whatever. And then it's got the heavier setting. She has shag carpet mm-hmm. in her house and small children and a, up until recently a dog. <laughs> she and, and my sister, you you've met her. She's got the longest yeah. hair in the world. She's yeah. got like it's not quite crystal gale hair, but it's down, it's down to long. her butt for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's long hair. Maddie's got long hair. The baby's got the curliest mop of hair you've ever seen. So yep. there's hair everywhere, right? Yep. So I go to vacuum in their bedroom after we've cleaned everything up. And all of a sudden, the vacuum just starts like making these horrible noises. And it's just. Oh, I know dead. that noise. Oh, it's I clung, know that clung, noise. Clung, yeah. Everything. It's growling at me. So I turn it, you know, I turn it off and unplug it and flip it over. It has got like. Okay, you know what your hair looks like when you do like a French twist mm-hmm. in the back, but it's done by like a professional, so it's super sleek yeah. and just really rolled tight. Yeah. That is what her roller looked like in this vacuum cleaner. And it took me an hour with a pair of scissors to cut all of this mop of hair out of here and just I had an entire like small bathroom trash can just full of this hair clumps. That vacuum still won't behave. You know, you know what you're doing when you do that. What you become when you do that. I'm the vacuum. Like no, no, you're the vacuum cleaner. Well, ah, I am. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, if we were if we were high tech, we could you know insert a good rim shot there. But yeah, well, we're not it, going it, was, to do that. it wasn't worth it. <laughs> <laughs> they never are. Very very rarely. Okay. They are. Yeah. So the most the most droidy um, is. Uh, of of the pop culture is Star Wars, I would mm-hmm. say. Absolutely. So every every movie has are, a droid in it. I would say that they are my favorite droids. 
in in yeah. out of all the lists because I made a very you can see I made a very long extensive list. I would also like to point out, not that you can see this, all of my bullet points are the robot head emoji. <laughs> and Paul's like, is that a cupcake? I was like, why would I use a cupcake for a robot theme when I'm making notes here? Did you take um, the quiz that you tagged me in on Facebook? I did. What, what, what robot are you? The uh, the quiz, was it specific to? I, I, it has to have been specific, specific to Star, Star Wars? Wars. I was there. I got K2SO. Awesome, because I'm a snarky bitch. I got I got BB-8. Nice, yeah, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> I like. I can actually see that. I can yeah, see. I like BB-8. Now, now I would like to see a buddy movie between K2SO and BB-8, but it's kind of hard since they kill K2SO at the end. Yeah, there's robots, so they can bring it back. Especially since they were able to transmit data into the sky, so maybe somehow he could have gotten attached to it. <laughs> Well, all you need That's is... That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> an android's brain, theoretically, could just be taken out like a SIM yeah. card and plopped into something else, right? Well, can it? We saw the episode that where they tried to do that with uh, Data and Lore in uh, Star Trek. Oh, you just reboot. That's all. <laughs> Control-Alt-Delete well, that. If you Control-Alt-Delete and reboot, you're going to lose the personality and the memories that you're trying to Well, I was referring to the bad one. The bad yeah. one you reboot. Oh, God. Yeah, they you should have rebooted the fuck out of Lore. He was a dick. He was a dick. But he had a, he had a goatee. That's, it's given. <laughs> it's, it's sci-fi. You have a goatee. And it shows you're bad. Yeah. But, but you know who else has a goatee? Our favorite space war, Riker. Riker. He does I have mean, one. I mean, he's got a pretty, pretty slick goatee there. Yeah. That's what. That's why. That's why he's a bad boy. Leave it at that. <laughs> Slick goatee. You. Okay. So. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so it said that I was BB-8, and it said because I'm a, a I'm a little bit shy, and I I don't know how shy I am, but it's kind of true though. I'm really shy around people I don't know. Um. Are you shy, or are you just quiet? Because you're kind of an introvert. You're not really. I wouldn't call you super extroverted. No. I. I. I don't have real social anxiety of any kind mm -hmm. but i um well but there's a difference between having social anxiety and just being charged from within versus that I do charged do that. from other I people i have to i have to uh take space and and recharge See, people, away people from do people. not understand when i call myself an introvert at all yeah. and they understand that i'm a shut in <laughs> or mm -hmm. that i live in a little cave that i don't like to come out of when the world is too peopley but they, because I'm outgoing and because I, like I was a corporate trainer, I am not afraid to be in front of people and talking and doing the things, they, they think that I'm an extrovert. But the, the real difference between an introvert and an extrovert, it's not your level of outgoingness or shyness, it's how you draw energy, mm -hmm. how you replenish your energy. A true extrovert draws energy from the crowd. Mm -hmm. So you'll see people like stand-up comedians. I mean, not all of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not all of them. <laughs> we know some that are, that are quite introverted. But, but a lot of people are just, just egomaniacs, people uh -huh. who just feed off the crowd. Um, I'm not that way. Yeah, me neither. When, I mean, I could stand up and talk in front of a corporate training group for eight hours straight and be super energized while I was doing it, when I got out of that room, it's like slump down, shut off, do not talk to me. My brain will not work anymore. Maybe you're an android. I I may be Marvin the paranoid android, <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Um, but but really, I draw you know a lot of my energy and replenishment through alone time. Yeah, and that's really hard for some people to understand. You know, I I do too. I need the the time the downtime, the, yeah. and um, so like. 
on um, weekends where I have plans for both days of the weekends, mm-hmm. it's kind of difficult for me because I don't get that that recharge day, right? Yeah. I mean, I try not to to double myself up that way, and and I feel really bad because I know there's and we're way off topic, but that's okay. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, I. I feel really bad because over the years I've had a lot of issues with anxiety and not always being able to follow through on commitments that I've made, not because I don't want to be there, but because I physically can't or feel like I'm just going to make other people uncomfortable while I'm there and why, why do that? You know, I've done it, I've pushed myself and I've regretted it several times And it's not fair to me and it's not fair to other people. And it's like, I don't want people to stop inviting me places. I really don't. They just need to understand that sometimes I'll be able to be there and make it and we'll have a great time. Like a couple weeks ago, we went out for a small meetup with some other podcasters. Oh, yeah. Very small meetup. Yeah. And I was talking myself out of that for days. Mm -hmm. You were like, I'm talking her into it. I'm like, I'm talking myself out of it. (laughs) But because I was already here... Mm-hmm. And I was still feeling pretty good. And I had an escape route because mm-hmm. I wasn't in charge of the, tr- of of the, the vehicle. I wasn't in charge of the vehicle. Like it was my vehicle. Nobody else. I mean, you rode with me, but you rode back with Craig. Mm-hmm. So I could leave if I wanted. And I had planned to, but then I had fun. So I stayed. So it was, it's one of those, like, I really enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. It was freezing my ass off, but it was, it was a, cold, so cold. And we're just, I think we were recording that day on how it wasn't that cold. And then all of a sudden, it got super ass cold. Yeah, but I—it's like I just need the time to to myself. But yeah. there are certain there are certain people who can be in my alone space, mm-hmm. and it doesn't drain me. Yeah, my, most of my nieces are like that, yeah. and I'll say most of them just because two of them I'm not around very much. So yeah. it's really just the ones that live here, and especially the baby. Yeah, because she's exhausting in her own way, but she's also so fun. You know, just so much fun to charge up with. And she laughs a lot, and she's adorable. And it's hard not to to feel good around yeah. that, you know. Um, but yeah, that's for anybody who's wondering. I'm actually what they call an ambivert, ah. which is kind of an outgoing introvert. So mm-hmm. I don't need to to stay locked in my shell unless I choose to. But I don't draw energy necessarily from being around other people yeah. unless it's someone like you and I get on really well. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, we build off of each other and we work off of each other. But honestly, after I leave here, I kind of go home and sit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't. And, and I'm sure you walk over there and sit. You know, it's... Oh, I mean, no. I go lay down in the bed. Well, well you I, know what I mean. Like, you know. But again, it's not like, okay, now we've done podcasting for six hours. We're going to go party. Yeah. Like no, we, we did that the one week, but we also yeah. cut it short. Normally, we do a lot of podcasts in yeah. a row. Uh, we did. We just did two. Yeah. So that but was, that was why that we, was, yeah, we yeah. did, we did actually have a lot of fun. Um, we met new people. We that did meet new people, uh, the serves you right podcast. Oh, and one of them owns my sister's dog now. Andy. Yeah. Andy. Hi, Andy. Hi, Erica. That's who we met and we love them. They're awesome. Uh, yeah. John, they our froze, friend from Dogfin uh, yeah. was also there at that particular meetup. But, uh, yeah, after meeting Andy, Andy and I clicked really well at that mm-hmm. meetup mm-hmm. and, uh, my sister had been looking to, uh, rehome their family dog. Because unfortunately, the baby is allergic. And I mean, not like, oh, get over it and keep your baby apart from your dog. She's really allergic. Mm-hmm. She's also allergic to his food. Like, because it's got egg in it and mm-hmm. she's very, very allergic. And it's very hard because she's about 16 months old to keep babies from putting things in, in their, their mouth, mouth that mm-hmm. they shouldn't. 
Um, and it's really hard because she loved her doggy. Yeah. It's hard to keep them apart. And the dog but will, and dogs lick. And so they if they do, just well, ate this food that they're allergic to. She was actually fine with his hair. It was his saliva mm-hmm. that was like, if he run by and lick her hand, big whelp would pop up. Mm-hmm. And like, she can hang out at my house because my dogs, have, they don't lick her. They, mm-hmm. they, they want to, or one of them wants to, the other one could give a shit. Daphne. Uh, yeah, Lucy could give a shit. She's like, whatever, get out, kid. Uh, drop some more papas on the floor. You're watching. You're watching movies with Daphne there, and you're like, "What is on my shoulder?" And it's like a dog's Her over. Face. Oh, it's, it's like she's over the edge of the couch on the other side of the couch, and has put her head right. It's adorable. Yeah. yeah, she does that. Except she sits on top of me with her head on my shoulder, but she weighs about seventy pounds. So that head just gets heavier and heavier and heavier <laughs> as the time goes on. But she's a sweetheart. That's cute. But uh, anyway, so when we met Andy. Um, I guess he, uh, we, you know, became friends on Facebook. I really like, I like Andy. I love you, Andy. You're awesome. Erica's He's, awesome too. Erica's awesome too. I didn't spend as much time talking to her because I was very, you know, he, mm-hmm. again, he's, he's the kind of person that I will bu- pull energy from and mm-hmm. vice versa. Like very similar kismety kind uh-huh. of uh, friendship there. But he had seen the post that I had on Facebook that my sister was looking to rehome her dog. And he was like, oh my God, he's so cute. And he's we, a cute dog. We were like, all right, let's, I, I told her, I said, I think he could be a really good fit, you know, and Jake just, Jake's a great dog. He, they are not dog people. So that poor dog lived more like a hamster than an actual dog. Yeah. I said, he just needs someone who's wanting to love and cuddle and share their space and have that dog be a part of their family. And that's what Andy had to offer. And we got him together last weekend and it's heaven. Oh. I'm so, or a couple weekends ago now, but I'm so happy for that. You know, like I'm good. so happy that there it was a good fit that Jake is happy because I love him. My sister's had him for 4 years and he's a really really good dog. And uh, and I'm really happy for Andy that he has somebody he can, you know, some companionship and and someone mm-hmm. he can love on. So. Yeah. It's awesome. Good yeah. job. Dogs are the best companions. They are. <laughs> Unless you've got a robot. <laughs> so let's yeah. Talk about our oh, speaking of uh, my favorite robot dog, K9. Canine oh, K9 from, the, from Doctor Who. He's awesome. And um uh now you it's, didn't really watch all the I didn't classic. Watch, no, I, I I mean I have watched some of but them. But you like the canine from the episode where mm-hmm. Sarah Jane comes back. And I too. knew of him. Like mm-hmm. I knew of him from even as my childhood. And like you can like that that dog can do anything. It's got like a gas chromatograph in his nose and you can just tell it and he just knows what like the chemical composition of anything is. And mm-hmm. he's just awesome. Mm-hmm. I just love a little canine. And so when they brought him <laughs> Reminds me that of episode, Gus from Psych. You ever watch Psych? Yeah, I love Gus. He's the got super, the sniffer, the super sniffer. He's going to be at Salt Lake Con. So is the other guy. I, I was like, damn it, I, I want to go. I really want to go to Salt Lake Con, but I can't go until September. So hopefully they get good people in September too. I know. I love Dulé Hill though. He's so cute. Tell. He's adorable. I know. I like. He's on. He's Paul on. had me watching The West Wing. Yeah, I yeah. He was good on The West Wing, and then um, uh, he was really good. He's on HBO on a show called Ballers, which is mm-hmm. about uh, uh, NFL players, mm-hmm. and he's like a coach or something. I don't know. You watch that show? I do watch that show. I like the look at Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Ah, well. Okay. I was like, why are you watching the sports <laughs> yeah, ball show? Yeah, that doesn't no, sound, no, no. It's it's well, it's more right it's more all. like the extracurricular activities of the football players. But mm-hmm. no, he's on it and he's he's lovely. Yeah, I'll take that. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I don't know how this came up. My my niece Maddie's nine, 
And we were talking the other day, I guess we were flipping through watching movies and like Laura Croft, but not the good Laura Croft, that second one that was kind of shitty. Oh, yeah, that wasn't as good. Uh, it was on, I was like, oh, Laura Croft, Tomb Raider. And then it was like, oh, it's this one. Yeah, eh. Never mind. And then somehow, I guess Tomb Raider must have tricked Tooth Fairy in her mind because she said something about, um, oh, God, what's his name? Oh, she goes, you know, LeBron James is in the Tooth Fairy, right? And I'm like, <laughs> first of all, why do you know who LeBron James is? And second of all, I don't think he's in the I didn't Tooth Fairy. Think he was in the Tooth and she fair. goes, no, I love LeBron James and all of his movies. And I'm like, LeBron I said, hey, LeBron James is a basketball player. I don't think he has any movies. She goes, yeah, he does. He always in the Tooth Fairy. And he was in this other movie, and I can't remember what she was describing. She's describing the, the Rock, and I'm like, "Yeah, honey." How could you think I Rock said, was- "Well, because she's nine. I said, "Baby, that is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He is not LeBron." So it's James. like any like professional athlete that's an act that's doing acting, and right? Darker yeah. skin yeah, tone ish. But it's like I don't, I don't know. I think the Rock is bigger. Well, of course he's bigger, and he's fucking hot LeBron James (laughs) sorry for any of you that are in love with LeBron James Ohio Ohio (laughs) sorry to our Ohio listeners (laughs) of which we have I don't know of any I don't know if you're from Ohio I've been there give us a shout I've been to Cleveland have you seen uh, Hot in Cleveland do you ever watch Mm -hmm. any of that they're constantly like giving, throwing shade at LeBron James from when he left. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Florida, because he we, he, he came back before the show yeah. was canceled before he came back. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> it's just especially when you see Betty White throwing shade at LeBron James for she, leaving. She, that, I mean, that's funny shit. Yeah, they are so, funny. All right, what else you got? About okay, robots? so um, obviously I'm still going. Um, this is more Star Wars, the K2SO. Mm-hmm. We have the little vinyl pop of K2SO in the other room. I don't, but I love him. Yeah. Okay. So he doesn't stand up very well. So like as an Android, he doesn't seem like he would, he seems like he would fall over easily. There are actually a lot of different droids and things in star Wars. And one of the things that I have always thought, you know, and here's the thing, droids are the slaves of the star Wars galaxy, them and (laughs) Wookiees and and Wookiees. Well, the clones too, but even, you know, they had the, the separatists had the droid army Mm-hmm. And they're little clankers. Um, and then the whatever the big guys were that rolled around. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the names right now. But even, you know, so you've got C-3PO, who's a protocol droid. And you've got R2-D2, who is actually an astromech. So his job is to fix spaceships. Oh, he's not a pilot? On the fly. No, uh, he's not a pilot. He's an astromech droid. Um, and then, like, there's R4 in the Clone Wars. There's a lot of droids oh, out there. Oh, uh, one of Craig's favorite is chopper from chopper from rebels Mm -hmm. is awesome he's very much like r2 in that he's got personality and attitude kind of mixed in Mm -hmm. where you know c-3po doesn't because he's a protocol droid his job is to do things the right way yeah you know so um but then you got like k2so who was actually a reprogrammed imperial uh security droid yeah and so that so the rebels are i guess they're (laughs) are they rebels in the Yes, they're rebels. They're rebels, yeah. Um, so they reprogrammed him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, um, Cassian was the one who reprogrammed mm-hmm. him and gave him a personality. I love the personality. The personality is the best. And of course, it's Alan Tudyk behind yeah. it. So who doesn't love that? Yeah. And then as you go forward, you see there's actually in uh, Empire Strikes Back, there are two droids who are bounty hunters mm-hmm. and i didn't write their names down so one of them's like yeah. four and the other general is... grievous what is he what's their names 
IG-88. He's yeah. the one with the tall, funky head. Yeah. What What about, um, is it Grievous? General Grievous is the, also... Is he cyborg? Yeah. He's like half he's more insect. Of a cyborg. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's one of those that like, as his, you know, uh, organic body dies, they add on another robot arm and, you know, that way he can twirl yeah. four uh, lightsabers at I once. I like his voice. Yeah. It's like a his nice, wheeze. Yeah, it's kind of it's, <laughs> like it's got, a, it's got like a it, it almost is a personality. Yeah, well, uh, he does all have personality. Yeah, but yeah, if you really watch that, and not just the one from the prequel movies, but they have General Grievous all throughout the Clone Wars yeah. as well. So you hear a lot of that mechanical, but mm-hmm. you can still hear a little bit of the. Yeah, there's still like some organic yeah. behind. I don't know that he was ever like I don't know what he was to begin with, but. Okay, so let's see. So what are some oh, of I your... Whole list. Do, 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 okay, so let's talk about... You You have them grouped in by uh, genre? I do. I, well, sort of. I broke them down into literature, music, film, and TV. Okay. Um, I'll do music first just because there was one. Uh, can you guess what it is? I actually can see your notes. <laughs> you can see it. Mr. It's a Mr. Roboto by Styx. So, nice. Yeah. Uh, and it was like... Tomo arigato. Like, you're just... It's you can't sticks, sing anymore. So we don't have the I, rights to no. the song. Well, <laughs> la, 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 la. I just I just spoke something. I don't even know what it is. Yeah, that was an awesome song. It is an yeah. awesome song. And it's also now, you know, it's so funny because like Maddie will hear songs, old songs, but she hears them in new movies. Mm-hmm. So she thinks they're from yeah, that movie, now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we actually had a long conversation this weekend because different songs were popping up and well, is this, this song is from Zootopia or this song is from this. And I'm like, no, this song is from 1954. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. Oh, like, I know it happens. Yeah. It but, but, you know, we hear it so much now in commercials and, well, if you still listen to commercial jingles, which a lot of us don't. But, well, most but of the even, time, most of the time commercials now, though, they use, they use modern songs. You can't even yeah. get from one YouTube video to the next without ads hardly anymore unless you pay for that extra thing, which I'm just no, not going to do. Nobody does, yeah. Okay, so literature, um, there, there wasn't a ton of robot talk in literature, well, but, but there is some, but most of it was stuff I had never read or heard of, so yeah. I didn't really write it down. Um, but what I did pull was actually, you know, do you remember TikTok no. from Return to Oz? Mm-mm. I didn't okay. read it. Well, Return to Oz, the movie, has TikTok, and he is... I didn't um, see that either. <laughs> you should see it. It's really good. Is this the one with James Franco? No, 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 no. Return to Oz from the 80s. Return to Oz was in 1985. Oh. So it's it's Dorothy basically gets sent back to Oz, but like she's been nuts since she was there before. Like she's, because she, you know, they think she's crazy because uh-huh. she went to this other land and they put her in like a mental, uh, I guess at the time it would be like an institution. Well, I thought at the end of Wizard of Oz, they kind of in, in, uh, insinuated that it was a dream. Well, they did. Well, so because they talk to her like it's a dream. Yeah. But apparently this, you know, she keeps insisting that, no, these were my friends. This really happened. Blah, blah, blah. So, but anyway, she, she has to go to the mental institution and some girl comes and pulls her out and she almost drowns in a river and wakes up with a talking chicken. Um, so she's back in Oz when she wakes up with a talking chicken. I don't know. Maybe she is insane. She probably she is, is insane, insane throughout yeah. the whole thing. It's just a big LSD dream. Um, Oh, God, don't even get me started on Peter Pan. We had a conversation the other day. Um, but so she goes into Oz and TikTok is uh, like he's a guard, but he's mm-hmm. not like a He's a little round robotic clock and you have to wind him up. He's, he's like a clock. You have to wind him. 
And he's, but he actually, you know, I think of him from that movie and from the book, which is early, like 70s or whatever. TikTok actually came about in Ozma of Oz in 1907. Wow, that's a long time. It really is. So I thought that was cool. And then, of course, we've got Marvin, the paranoid android in Hitchhiker's Guide that we did Oh, yeah, previously. Book, our book club on. Yeah, and um, I really <coughs> enjoyed um, uh, Marvin. I liked his personality. And mm-hmm. almost, it was really kind of a precursor. Okay, it came out right around um, Star Wars when it came out. Um, but it was kind of like... It was the, after. The, the, um, no, 79. So well, 79. It was 77. It was Star Wars, so... Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, Star Wars came out in so, May of 1977. But it was like the, the I saw, you know, they had the personality, the, mm-hmm. dro- the droid with personality. Yeah. And that was kind of fun. And and that kind of actually seemed like a theme in the, around that time. Well, when we talked about this during Rogue One, that, you know, the difference between like C-3PO versus a K-2SO, C-3PO, who was a protocol droid, will tell you the odds of your demise because he has anxiety K2SO will tell you the odds of your demise because he's an asshole. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> Cassian said, or he would say, I've got your back, Jen. Cassian said I had to. <laughs> and I totally oh, get him. So, so that's that's really all I pulled out of literature. Oh, there were a of, lot. Speaking of literature, hold on. I've got actually some data here. Okay. Okay. So, you know, you've seen um, uh, iRobot, right? Mm. Oh, you really should see it. Mm. I mean, honestly, it was kind of, it was one of those movies that was like, okay, but based on the budget, it was a flop. Right. right. And, um, but so, uh, Isaac Asimov is the one that, uh, you know, wrote, I, uh, mm-hmm. I robot. Mm-hmm. Well, it was part of a short story thing anyway. So he's the one that come up with the three laws, um, that three robotic laws. Right. Mm-hmm. And so he is the one that started this. And, and in general, I've heard that most like, robot makers and like try and use these as their programming guidelines. And one is that a robot may not injure a human being or through inaction allow a human being to be hurt. Well, all of those Imperial robots are fuckers. Well, they're not on earth. So they're not subject to earth rule. uh, Mm. Okay. So the next one is an, a robot most must obey orders given to it by human beings, except when such orders conflict the first rule. And then the last one is a robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or the second law. Hmm. So I thought that was, I, and I knew of that and yeah. they actually, an iRobot, he, he, uh, you know, popped up and said, would you like to hear about the three things? So like they actually just kind of, uh, made it kind of a big yeah. thing, but I like that idea. Um, well, you would think again, and, and as we get into entertainment, <laughs> excuse me, we're going to see where it starts to willfully change in these in these aspects because when you're looking at the terminator mm-hmm. you know these robots you know the skynet became self-aware and then it makes all these terminators to go and kill the organics which obviously directly yeah screws they're not taking direct orders unless john has reprogrammed them to do so and yeah well and it's it's almost like if you forget to put these programming protocols, in. <laughs> this is what happens when you, you know, fuck with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I'd, this uh, the article I'd read about this it was it, it credits like Asimov with yep. creating the lovable robot mm-hmm. in, in pop culture because well, probably before then it was that's a big difference because in the literature section stuff that I was looking up there were I mean there were a lot of books and short stories and things like that. 
and they're all science fiction and it's all robots coming to kill. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. it's not the lovable droids that we're looking for. Yeah. That's, that's really, I think, what this episode is more so about. Not just talking about robots in general, but the ones we love and the ones mm-hmm. that we we just, you know, like if they die, it kills us. You know, it's yeah. really, really hard to see if something happens to to that robot that, you yeah. know, or that droid or whatever it is that... Oh, that's really going to hurt. You know, that's so again, my first film I, was obviously Star Wars because, you know, again, there were a lot of films that had the Cybermen looking robots that would come trampling through and, you know, mm-hmm. murder everybody in town or the, um, if, I don't know if you ever saw Logan's Run, but they had yeah. these little flying robots or whatever they are that would chase down the ones who don't want to go die at age 30 or whatever mm-hmm. it was that they did. So there were, there were a lot of those kind of like, terminator type droids that were here to take you out versus here to be your companion and your helper and whatever so for and and again just from when i was you know born star wars was the first movie i ever came across that had you know these type of robots in it the droids and we've talked about them um but we'll continue to because i love them (laughs) the the Uh, main you know yeah (laughs) i by the way i completely agree i love the star wars droids i they're the best um and I think I, I think all other lovable movie droids have pulled from that. Exactly. I, I think they've really kind of pulled from that to be able to create what they have. Because when you look at things like Wally and oh, uh, Wally, he's my favorite. I put him <laughs> on the list. Yeah. So you've got Wally and you've got Johnny Five and you've got Johnny Bubo Number Five. From, yeah. You got Bubo from Clash of the Titans, the little owl, the mechanical oh, owl. Oh yeah, he wasn't in the reboot. Yes, he was. He they well, threw him away. Remember, it was ridiculous. Oh, we went to that movie together, and it, it was, was awful. Such a piece of shit, and it broke. <laughs> Remember, it broke yeah. when we got free passes. Yeah, like and and it, it was three years. What it was weird is because um, it's a you know it's a digital movie, and somehow it broke. <laughs> I'm like, how did the digital movie break? Because I mean, the films used to melt and stuff. Yeah. And you'd see it, but this was just like it just stopped. Well, it stopped, and then it started, and it played for twenty minutes with no sound. Yeah, and we're sitting here going, um at least at a foreign film you throw mm-hmm. up some subtitles or something yeah. but at this point we're just like Meh. and this this theater was packed by the way yeah. and there was because it's like opening night or yeah like the opening weekend and there was an imax uh, and uh 3d imax yeah. and there was another Expensive. um uh there was another theater coming uh another movie mm-hmm. coming in afterwards and ours was delayed and yeah, so it was, it was really bad. they gave everybody free passes but you couldn't use them for a first run like you had to wait until they yeah. had been that's in the, for a couple weeks or whatever, yeah. which I thought was shit because we paid like twenty bucks a piece for those they, first those run tickets. They were expensive. And I ended up using mine on uh, Beauty and the Beast 3D, which was a total disappointment. Yeah. So well. anyway, all right. So uh, the next one I have because then I just I kind of went just so chronologically. Now, so now we're doing film. Uh, we're in film mm-hmm. uh, chronologically speaking. The next one on my list is. Uh, I have Ash from Alien, which was Ian Holmes' character, which they didn't remember. They didn't yeah. even know. And then I wanted to actually talk about him. Mm-hmm. Um, I have him written down. Do you have Ash or do you have Bishop? No, I have Bishop. Okay, and because uh, I wrote him down Bishop together. Was, Bishop was from Alien. Yeah, he was like he, he really made up for what. Well, he didn't make up. Like you can't like just because you're one of your species, right. you can't make up for bad things that another one of your species did. Well, but, I think the the funny thing there was that they did not know that Ash was. An android. I didn't either until my husband told me before they revealed it. Well, see, yeah, he told us. Because we watched it together. Yeah. And we were like, 
what the? Oh, it's okay. He's a, and then it's like, what is this milk flowing out of his face? Oh yeah, he's. And we're like, I couldn't figure it out. So yeah, I was like, couldn't figure out. But you know, so they didn't know, and Mm -hmm. he was actively trying to like kill them to fulfill the company guideline here. Yeah, versus Bishop, who who everyone knew was, Mm -hmm. but you know, Ripley's just come out of this, you know, thirty year coma. Yeah, she doesn't know that they can even be good. Practically, she doesn't know that they can be good. She doesn't know that they're now an acceptable part of a work crew, crew yeah. and whatnot. So she gives them a lot of shit. Like she's got mm-hmm. some serious prejudice shit going on against Bishop. And he really saves her ass a couple of times. Oh yeah. And he, and he, you know, sacrificed himself yeah. uh, at the end, um, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. I do have, but what, um, the, yeah, he got what no was, legs. you know, what, I'm sorry, who was not the non Bishop one, the one from Ash. alien. Ash. He was Ian Holm who was, yeah. who plays Bilbo in the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So he reminded me of Hal from, um, Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, space odyssey space, mm-hmm. uh, you know, 2001. Yeah. Um, but he was, but how pod bay doors? Yeah, no, yeah. So he was more uh, AI than robot, right? Because yeah. he was just he was just the computer system. But yeah, honestly, was, they're not they're not they're really interchangeable. Well, he, was, he at this point he was, I guess he's a cyborg because I would assume his because his skin bled. Oh no, I was referring milk. to Hal. Oh yeah, Hal, yeah. no, Hal is just a computer. Yeah, and then um, he just but, became he's Skynet. He became self aware. Yeah, but and that's where you run into the issue. Um, so Hal had this as well as um, Ash, was that, um, you know, they value the mission responsibilities more than human lives because human lives are expendable. Now, that's what happens when a corporation programs a machine, by the way. Yeah. Uh, So when you care more about profits than about human lives, you officially... I saw this uh, meme one time that I think Mm -hmm. our friend uh, anthropologist Michelle posted, and I love it. It says, uh, science will tell you how to clone a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Humanities will tell you why you shouldn't. Yes. So it's that same kind of, you know, you've, the you've got too much of the one versus not enough of the common sense other that mm-hmm. And you know and and uh, humans naturally usually they'll gravitate towards one type of functional area than other mm-hmm. like there's a lot of people that like uh you know electrical engineers and mechanical engineers yep. they think completely different. And so um and, and they uh, both yeah, think completely yeah. different than all other humans because they're engineers. Yeah, engineers think different, you know. I talk to a lot of them. They but, think uh, different. They communicate differently. Yeah. yeah, it's weird, weird. They're very, very necessary. And yep. most of them are very nice people, but yeah. very different they than are, the rest they, of the they, world. They are different. <laughs> I, do, I mean, I know a lot of engineers. I work with I engineers. I do, too. I've worked with yeah. them for years. And so, <laughs> but, um, yeah, but you will see, like, mechanical engineers and electrical engineers. I mean, those are... And I'm the same way. So me, me and one of my girlfriends, we used to work uh, for technical sales. And I understand mechanical stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Really, really well. And she understood electrical stuff really, really well. And I would be like, you just throw wires in a box and just something else comes out afterwards. <laughs> like, that doesn't make any sense. And then she would have, like, some really difficult things with something, like, that was just so simple. I'm like, Pause. why? Right. Yeah, like, why is this confusing to you? This mm. this makes complete sense. And she's like, maybe it's because it's so simple I can't get it. I'm like, I guess so, because <laughs> it, I'm done. And then you come to blows over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's how we used to be. That's we funny. just were exactly the opposite on what we were really good at and we, it was really good because we made a good team because mm-hmm. we both worked on the well that's honestly my favorite way to to hire people to bring people in and to work with people is to find someone who lives in my area of weakness if I can say yeah. you know it's mm-hmm. like that that we can complement each other rather than 
both competing to be the best and then this other stuff just gets totally fucked over. Yeah. Like I am a great person at big picture concept. I think this is why I can read the same books over and over and over Mm -hmm. and still love them is because I remember and get like love the big picture. The tiny details surprise me every time because Mm -hmm. it's not what sticks. Yeah. But then like I'll hire somebody who is you know, detailed minutia. They yeah. love the Do- research. Doesn't they see dip- the forest for the trees. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah. you know, like even the different kind of research you and I do for this program. Yeah, they're different. Yours yeah. is very different. You know, you're talking about the difference between the, I just got a list of robots that I like <laughs> from different movies. I'm like, I also have a list of robots I like. <laughs> <laughs> but these are just ones that I can, you know, talk about. Like, you know, Paul's like, what about this one? But that was like, I've never seen that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to bring it up if I can't see it. Because yeah. one, again, we're already going to get mansplained the shit out of some of this stuff. I know. And I'm talking about robots. Technically, <laughs> technically this type of robot would have been not only a modified cyborg of uh, <laughs> of uh, inferior intelligence. You really should have known that before you put that on there. That's why I'm sending this to you. And I've only got 140 characters, so yeah. I can only tell it to you <laughs> like, like part, this. Part one of 12. <laughs> here so, is, here know, is why you are wrong this week. Here's what we got to tell you. Save it. <laughs> Your mansplaining is not changing anything about what we're saying. Uh, and that is the fact. So, okay. All right. So we talked about Ash and I, I would. I am all, but however, open to articles yes. and information that really expand on what we're talking about. But I don't want to be just told why. To tell us that you enjoyed hearing our view on it. Mm-hmm. Just don't tell me I'm wrong, and I won't tell you to go fuck yourself. Well, so. it's and but I'll probably only do it in my mind because we value our Twitter followers. Yeah. So our statements are not um, questions in a lot of the cases. <laughs> <laughs> They're not. We're, we don't. We, we want tell, to know. We your tell opinion. you when we have questions. You if know. We want to know your opinion on robots. We will come listen to your podcast on robots. I know, and I listen Happily, to a lot of podcasts. I listen to yeah. a lot of you. Mm-hmm. I was listening to one on the way over here that was cracking my ass up. So really? Funny. Yeah. Okay. So our our buddies over at Caster Quest, and I don't know when this is coming out. So they did a Valentine's Day read of some fan fiction. Oh my God, their fan fiction stuff. The fan is fiction so episodes funny. on Cast. And I, I feel bad because I don't listen to them all the time because a lot of their shows are Game of Thrones based. Yeah. But then when they're, they're not, so good. Man, yeah. I don't watch it. So when they're not, I love listening and especially their fanfic episodes. And I felt so bad because over the holidays I had volunteered to read fan fiction on their podcast Mm -hmm. and then just like everything in the world fell on top of my head and I couldn't do it. But I'm still open, Mandy. I'm still <laughs> totally open to reading fan fiction. I think with they you. do a Fourth of July it's one. Hilarious! Oh my mm-hmm. god! Oh god! You'll oh, die. So, oh, these are Go so listen awful. to it. Oh it's my god! So it's funny. awesome. Well, the, the first the first story. All I'm gonna do is say uh, a per- personified America. So we have America is a person. Okay. On a golf course with Barack Obama and Donald Trump. And, and it's got sex in it. Uh, so I'm just going to throw it out there that you have to listen to this because whoever wrote this was demented and hilarious. And I fucking love them. Now, did they, is it like funny because it's being read or yeah, is it well, just both. funny because it was written funny? Because like I guess the, the one at the squid like raping Hogwarts was like, I don't think they intended that to be funny, but no, it was funny no, no. as they, shit. Yeah. That they didn't. That was written by a 12-year-old. I can yeah. tell you that right now. <laughs> the, the thing is when, bat, when you, you can always tell when somebody's really young and writing fan fiction, mm-hmm. we need to just have our own fucking fan fiction. I am episode. not reading aloud the things 
that was I'm writing it down. So we're yeah, I do don't. It. I I cannot. I yes, cannot can. read awesome. aloud the things we'll in which it will have to have Mandy do it. But then we're just stealing her podcast. Maybe oh, we'll no. just have to be on her podcast. <laughs> no, look, she doesn't own fan fiction, she, and it's not her fan fiction. She gets it off the web, just like anybody else. But I, I mean, but the thing is, you can tell when a 12 year old is trying to write about sex because they don't know shit about it. You know, they've just heard something or saw something in a movie, but they don't know how to write it. Uh, versus this was someone who okay it's funny especially if you fall uh, more slightly to the left of everyone other than Trump basically because there's a lot of good Trump slams in there that are (laughs) brilliant so I'm just gonna throw it out there okay (laughs) so go listen to Cast Request Valentine's episode because it's funny as shit (laughs) Uh, so we talked about Bubo from Clash of the Titans I and this was from 1981. Again, not the the remake because they do have Bubo in there, but he wasn't. But he's doing basically anything. like picked up as a piece of equipment and then cast aside. So yeah. it was just like an Easter egg that he was yeah. even in there. He's so fun in yeah. this. Mm-hmm. I, I really love him. And we are looking to actually do this episode, the Clash of the Titans, with um, Colt 45. With Colt 45, we're going to be doing a podcast with them coming up very soon. I hope. And uh, I can't wait to talk about him more. So we'll talk about Boomer more later. Uh, the next one is the T-800, the Terminator. Yep, so, I'm having him written down. Um, I, don't, I don't really consider the one that they sent back in the second movie, you know, the liquid metal guy. Yeah. I mean, I guess he technically, because he's a Terminator, he's, he's not a person. He's not a human. Yeah. But he's, I don't know, he doesn't have working parts. In, in my mind, to be a good droid or an android or a cyborg, you still have to have yeah, some that liquid, cogs. See, that you know? liquid metal, it really kind of, you lose a lot because. Because mm-hmm. he can yeah. just turn into a knife. Yeah, I mean, that's just. Yeah. Yeah. I, know, I, I but love I that did, I did. I did love Terminator too, but you're right. It, movie, it, it adds a whole nother level of like scary to it yeah. because he can just. Yep. be a fucking phone to strangle you if you wanted to be you know yeah, like you can really really messed up yeah. it, it's i i agree it added a level of scary but it really didn't feel like he's not a lovable robot it was more f- almost fantasy but see know? the terminator in that the t-800 so the arnold yeah, schwarzenegger arnold. terminator in the second terminator movie he becomes a lovable sidekick robot basically yeah. mm-hmm. i mean he's still a badass but he's i mean he's not trying to kill the person we yeah. want him to save, so that's good. But so he, like, he kind of, uh, you know, John Connor reprograms him in the future to come back in the past again, but to be a protector. So I think that's when we. I mean, obviously he's no R two D two. Yeah. But he's still. You don't. You get sad at the end yeah, when they go when to melting down. Yeah, uh-huh. When they melting down and that brain chip goes and the arm. Oh, so hard. sad. He gets so sad. sad. Okay. Um, yeah, that, Terminator Two was my fa- favorite of the Terminators. Mine too. I, the other ones, at, the ones after it, suck. Yeah, and aren't worth watching. And the uh, the first one, everybody raves about the original Terminator. I just thought it was really dark. Yeah, like not and not in a not in an emo kind of way. Like literally just dark. Like they need to bring up the lights a little bit, usually raise the they, exposure level. Just usually, you a half do a that notch. when you, your uh, technology isn't up to your part of your vision. Well, like and the original now, and not the original uh, Hulk, mm-hmm. but the Hulk before the Ed Norton Hulk. Yeah, that was oh, really dark. Yeah. yeah, you could not see a goddamn thing because they just didn't have the technology. Well, that's, there. that's the thing is that was very very dark. It, I mean, and especially now when you go back and you're watching it on an HD TV. Mm-hmm. which they didn't have in 1984 when they made this movie. It's just, 
it's pixelated and hurts your eyes and it looks terrible. And you just, I'm like, I can't fucking see anything. Like you're like literally twisting your head trying to yeah. see better because you can't see anything that's going on. And, and it's, you know, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of movies and stuff that have come out lately that I've tried watching that I just, I find it if, to if be very out, distracting. If they came out in 3D, um, 3Ds are usually a lot darker. Than, yeah. So it's, yeah, I don't like that. It is. It's hard on the eyes too. Mm-hmm. And then it's really, really hard when you're at the theater and somebody freaking decides they want to look at their phone. Oh, blind you. And it's like when, oh, it's, I know when, I it's, when it's that dark and you're wearing those 3D glasses, it oh, double yeah. reflects. I totally yeah. think I blinded you when we went out uh, a couple of weeks ago. We were at the bar. You were, I was showing you something on my phone. And I keep my phone at yeah. full brightness. And it was we've been sitting out in the dark for yeah. a couple hours. And you're like, Jesus Christ. But you're also a little drunk. I was pretty <laughs> drunk. Jesus Christ, what is happening? <laughs> I know. And then you told me we have like several random guests coming on our podcast I didn't know anything about. So you shouldn't drink and invite people to podcasts. <laughs> Hopefully I remember who they were. Yeah. Oh, well, we're going to have Erica on, I think. We already said that. Okay. All right. So the next one, <laughs> and you probably don't know this because I don't think, uh, did you ever see The Last Starfighter? No. The Last Starfighter is a really, really good movie. I really enjoyed it um, from the 80s, 1984. And basically, it's it's another one of these, like, uh, I don't, did you ever listen to Armada by Ernest Klein? No, I haven't gotten to that one Okay, yet. Armada's really good. But basically, it's similar type of uh, setup where they've got video games, just like at the Pizza Hut or mm-hmm. wherever, and but they're some galactic being is using these video games placed throughout the galaxy to recruit starfighters to recruit military enders game i think they're all based off of the same kind of concept um but i mean they i mean an armada is the same way except it wasn't for space people it was for our actual Hmm. military here that Mm -hmm. people who were really good at these video games and flight sims and things like that were able to they were bringing them in um but anyway so during this movie this character uh, alex rogan is uh he, he goes up to the Galactic Armada or whatever they are called. I don't remember. Uh, but they put a they put a robot in his place. And his name is Beta. So, so he's so the imposter, Alex Rogan. So he looks just like him. And he's supposed, but he's he's off. You yeah, know, a little off, he's, yeah. He's a little off and people are starting to wonder because he's mm-hmm. weird. So like most of the movie, the Alex Rogan on Earth is is the robot. And every once in a while, like something happens and like a, spark flies out or you know so it's 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 80s so it's a little cheesy but it's a it's a really good movie oh yeah do you do you have um oh i guess that wasn't a robot i was thinking of um weird science but she just kind of appeared she's not a robot yeah yeah never mind then yeah she's not a robot okay so i I do like when they uh they forgot to connect the doll at the end and they end up connecting a missile warhead thing that's funny uh, the next one I had, I know you haven't seen because we talked about it before, is Flight of the Navigator. Yep. yep. Uh, we talked about that during our time travel, but there's two kind of robot-y things in it. I think one of them's a computer, uh-huh. and the other is like a, it's kind of like a ball on an arm that lights up, and uh, it's Ralph and Max are the names that oh. they help him fly the, the ship that he was brought on. Uh, and then, of course, Short Circuit. Oh, I love beloved Johnny Five. Johnny number five. Oh, Johnny I love that five. show. I I probably saw it in the theater twice. I have not seen it in years. Yeah, I really it's been need a to long time it. since it's I've so seen good. it. 
But he is such a lovable character. Yeah. yeah. So funny. I, I, I want, I in the first movie. And Wally is like straight. Uh, like, yeah. He reminds me of Wally. Wally is straight Johnny Five. Yeah. Uh, I put down RoboCop. I think he falls in that cyborg thing because he was a human and yeah. kind of $6 million man type of thing. Yep. That's mm-hmm. one that didn't actually pop up, but should. Yeah. Because again, he's, he kind of. I don't of, really remember the premise. Uh,. I mean, I yeah. I know he. I know he came back and destroyed people. (laughs) He was like shot and uh, was dying, and they replaced his dying things with cybernetic type things. And yeah, that's cyborg. He's got like (laughs) magic legs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, I guess RoboCop. But I don't know. I just I liked. I remember liking RoboCop when I saw it as a kid. Mm -hmm. Now, meh. Just didn't, and again, it's another one of those that just looks dirty and grimy. Like yeah. half of the mm-hmm. half of the movies from the eighties now, just they're really hard to watch because the technology has changed so much. And it's even it's almost harder to watch movies from that era than it is to watch really old stuff. Like old MGM musicals look beautiful. Like yeah. you, you know, all of these things yeah. very different. So. Yeah, it, it is. It is weird because they were trying to be modern, mm-hmm. and I, I, I agree. I've, I've noticed that with that movies that will date themselves, and movies though that were done in the eighties of previous time periods yeah. seem to be okay. Well, it's yeah. like, do you remember those sunglasses that were just like the the slats? Yeah, you remember those? Uh-huh. That's how it is looking at the world of these movies from the eighties. Yeah, like looking through a pair of those glasses where. Where you, you you wear them because they're modern and they're cool, but you can't see shit through them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's it just totally changes. Oh, sorry, just, I'm attacking my microphone. Here. Apparently, I'm like I'm I'm looking at it's, my uh, I'm looking at my Fitbit and look, it looks like I've been like stomping all over the place. I haven't even moved. So apparently, I talk with my hands, yeah. which is good for my steps. Your, put Fitbit, my your steps Fitbit's in like quotes. good for you. I know Fitbit's like you did 250 steps in an hour. It's like my ass has not left this chair. But it, so. how do you like that little the beeping at you every time you um. Uh, Sometimes it's encouraging when it, when it's like you've got a thousand more to go. Um, I think mine is set at two fifty an hour. Yeah, me because too. I've yeah. Well, maybe that's just the base, but I only have my Fitbit set for five uh, five thousand steps. Oh, a day. I've, I've got ten thousand. Yeah. Well, but I'm new. Like I've only had. Oh, it I, since I don't Monday. ever. I don't ever hit ten thousand. Well, the steps. first it's the a first goal because it's hard to get. We'll say the second day because the first day I was charging it. You know yeah. how it goes. So the second day I got up and I did a forty five minute workout, but I did like my Turbo Jam, which uh-huh. is my highest intensity uh-huh. at home video. Which I felt amazing. I got 4,000 steps in 45 minutes. It was like, yeah. So I got to like 6,500 that day. The next day, I could not fucking move. Oh, no. This is my problem. I will go full balls to the wall to exercise. And then I I'm just can't move. And so I, I lose momentum. I've got to just start tippy-toeing around the house and work up. Because like, mm-hmm. that's what normal people do. But yeah. I'm not normal. I'm a weirdo and I'm okay. Okay, so do you remember the fix-its from Batteries Not Included? I remember Batteries Not Included, but I don't remember the fix-its. The fix-its were these little tiny metal robots and they remember the guy had a shop. Yeah. And it was all this broken down electrical kind of crap it's, toasters it's, and it's pinging memories, but you I, need to watch it. It's on Netflix. Yeah. But they had so these little fix-it robots would come in. And they would go around and fix all of the broken toasters and TVs and stuff. So this guy, like, now has this successful shopping business because yeah. he can actually fix shit. They were just cute. Oh, okay. They were, like, tiny little, I don't know, you know the little Android 
symbol, yeah. the little mm-hmm. green guy. Imagine him metal. Yeah. And maybe flying saucer-ish shape. <laughs> He's like that. It's just cute. 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 Um, Dot Matrix from Spaceballs. Oh, yeah. Which I is, forgot about you know, him. The late, great Joan yeah. Rivers. Yeah. So just funny. I mean, she, yeah. she's meant to look but isn't like... That, um, isn't that more AI again? She's a robot. No, she's just like C-3PO. Oh, I... She me. looks exactly like C-3PO, except she's got hair, a dress, and skates. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got... I got her com- completely mixed oh, up. Oh, are you yeah. thinking of the computer, maybe? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, no. She's She was the um, the virgin alarm. She yeah. was the... For the, the princess. Yeah. So, I love her. <laughs> Plus, again, Joan Rivers. Yeah, she's, she's so fun. funny. Love her. Um, and then the fembots from the Austin Powers oh, series. Oh, I forgot about those. Those crack me up. But you know, they, I mean, they actually had, like, the fembots in the original, like, 70s James Bond movies as oh, well, they? where they uh-huh. would just, you know, pop, <laughs> pop guns out their boobs and, you know, shake their shoulders a little bit. And That's funny as shit. Shoot everybody down. Uh, I re- we already talked about the battle droids from the Star Wars prequels and the mm-hmm. Clone Wars. Yep. Uh, Toy Santa from Santa Claus Two. Oh yeah! <laughs> they put the they put the Toy Santa into the replicator thing. Yeah, and then and so, he and takes he, on he, personality. He looks like Tim Allen yeah. Santa, but and he's kind he's of plastic. Yeah. yeah, they're like, doesn't he look young and rested? They're like. Very young and and he went plastic. he went all ballistic. <laughs> he yeah. did. Glad to join the rules. So funny. Um, and then uh, I, I, the only one of the Star Trek movies that has uh, someone other than Data is B four, which is Data's other brother. Oh, yeah, the duplicate. Yeah, yeah, because he died in that episode. That um, he died in that movie. Mm-hmm. But it's like they. Okay, so I went and saw it like three day, three day, three or four days after it came out. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't opening weekend. Oh no, maybe it was. It was At a week. End, it yeah. was yeah. And um, this guy was like screamed, "No!" When Data died, I'm like, "They've already told you how they're going to replace him because mm-hmm. they haven't." Anyway, they got a backup. Waiting. I know it's like you can't be too upset with. Right. I mean, like you like, literally screamed like it was. It was <laughs> yeah. These are the people who cry when the Titanic goes down. It's, I had no idea that was going to happen. Uh, really? I'm pretty sure that's just real life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I get it if you get sad when Jack drowns because Rose won't move her fat ass over and let him on the door. But come on. You know, it's yeah. it's, it's not a it's not a fake story. These I things know. happen. Uh, yep. Well, uh, and then I've got Transformers. Well, see, I have Transformers, but I was thinking that it would be more of a television show because Optimus Prime is fucking awesome. Well, they they had the Transformers TV show. They also have Transformers the, the movie, which it's I the will same tell voice you, of Optimus Prime. A lot of men consider this to be a highly emotional movie because I think Optimus Prime dies in it. So Optimus Prime, he's amazing. Is the shit? Yeah, like he's I still so like cool. Bumblebee though. Yeah, Bumblebee was well. I didn't like him in the movies. I'm not but talking I, about the Michael Bay movies. I'm yeah, talking about yeah, the original. I, I liked him. I yeah. love. I, I had Bumblebee as mm-hmm. a little um, little car. Yep. I had the little car. Well, you had the the. I had every the Beetle tr- version, right? Not yeah, the, the I had yeah. the Beetle version. Yeah. It's not the I'm a Camaro now. No, no. I had so many Transformer toys. We had them all because I've got a I've got a brother that's your age. So yeah, we, yeah. We I, had all the same stuff. Yep. I had. I loved <gasps> my Transformer toys. Yeah. So, so then I have. <laughs> Wally at all. I have so, Wally, yeah. 
Because there are a lot of little robots in Wally, and I didn't want to list I, them all. So. I, lo- I loved Wally, and then mm-hmm. Eve, e- Wally and I Eve. I don't know that I ever actually saw all of Wally. What? So cute. I've got it. It's a I show. It's a it. show by Disney about people that consume too much. Mm. It's funny. Funny as shit. I've like, seen. I've seen good parts just, of it yeah. and picked in parts of it, but not all together at one time. So I need to watch it. Um, Avengers Age of Ultron. So we have Ultron, but we also have Vision. Oh, yeah. Because Vision is his yeah, own yeah. kind of thing. He's not a robot. He's, 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 he's not. What Ultron should have been, yeah, but he also got an organic outer shell. No, he, he uh, did when they stuck him in that regenerator oh, you're right. thing. That's I was just he thinking he just vision. generated as a result of a thing, but he can mm-hmm. walk through walls, so I wasn't even thinking no, about they, that. No, they put him into that machine you're that right. was supposed to graft um, organic material, because remember when uh, yeah, I remember. the Hawkeye got shot or whatever, and they had to graft and, him and, and, and then once he got that uh, brain is when Scarlet Witch could realize that he was not, uh, she could read his mind and realize mm-hmm. that, that he was bad, yeah. yeah. And so then they they plop that that stone, which is an Infinity Stone. So we'll see it come up again in the next Avengers yeah, movie yeah, that's that coming good. out. That was good. I I like that uh, change in that plot. I mean, it wasn't the greatest of the Avengers movies. No, um, but uh, it was good. It was good enough. Yeah, the use of the Pinocchio music and all the trailers totally fucking freaked me out. Yeah, it was weird. That I liked crazy. it though, and and James Spader is a really good villain. It just didn't work out as well as yeah. I'd, I'd hoped. Um, but you but know, I like that we got the Scarlet Witch out of it. I kind of wish they, they made, wouldn't have killed off Quicksilver in two seconds. Yeah, me too. They did a good job, I think. Of but um, I like the other Quicksilver better, the one from uh, X Men. Yeah, he's a good Quicksilver. Um. Okay, BB-8 from Force BB-8. Awakens. Mm-hmm. We love BB-8, and then K2SO from Rogue One. Yeah. The one that I forgot and popped into my head later was Buzz Lightyear. Toy oh, Story. yeah, Buzz. I mean, he's a toy, and he's but he's a yeah. toy of a robot. Yeah. So yeah, sort of. He's a spaceman. He's not he could a be either robot, one, but but he's but and he I put definitely him in there because yeah. I love him and he's. I a love good, him too. I was uh, as an adult. Okay, maybe not an adult. I was like nineteen. Mm-hmm. I made my parents stand in line so I can get my picture taken with Buzz Lightyear at Disneyland. <laughs> oh, okay. I was totally thinking that, um, you know, we're we're working on setting up a Patreon account and hopefully by the time this comes out, we'll have something out there. We're, we're, we're getting around to it. We'll get it. Uh, but I was totally thinking that we should take a podcasting trip to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. It'd be awesome. It'd be awesome. We will totally podcast live from there, yeah. and we will grab every person that we can and talk to them. So, you know, when we get the Patreon account, just send us some money. Yeah, send us some money so you can hear us talk to people. Send us some money. I'll send you a button. You can be an official nerdy bitch. That would be awesome. Uh, So that's all I had for movies. Did you have any other movies? No, uh, all the rest of mine are television shows, but I had Optimus Prime as television. Well, I've got him as as well as uh, TV. Um. Because, again, it's not just him. All the Transformers. Yeah, yeah. Optimus Prime is the best. Well, of course he is. He's the tallest. Bumblebee was cute, though, too. Did you ever get around to watching Voltron, the new one? No. You need to watch it. The second second season uh, dropped back in January. Very good. Uh They actually had this. I put Voltron as a whole because it's kind of a robot when you put it together. They had every lion listed individually, which I think is... Just trying to get more hits on <laughs> Wikipedia. Um, but yeah, so Voltron is awesome. And it's, you know, people, it, it, they're really not robots. They're much, it's more of a vessel. It's yeah. a spaceship kind of thing. 
Um, but when they come together, it kind of acts like a robot. So yeah, I think it would last. Uh, Rosie the maid from the Jetsons. Oh yeah. And then what was her boyfriend's name? Henry. Was it Henry? No. Um, I, I cannot remember. I cannot. But I loved Rosie the maid. Remember, he's a bing. Oh yeah. That was Henry the boyfriend of Rosie the maid. Uh, from the Jetsons, and then uh, Doctor Who. There are lots and lots of robots in Doctor Who. Oh yeah, so, so cy- we got uh, Canine, Cybermen, and Daleks, just to name a few. There uh-huh. were also a thousand other things that, like those mannequins that came to life. And I'm just talking about the new ones, but the classic Doctor Who had like 75 different robots listed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's there's a lot of good robots in Doctor Who, but again, yeah, most of them are the murdery type. Though. Yeah, the, oh yeah, they're all bad. Yeah. Uh, the focus, except Canine, of course. Well, that's because Doctor uh, Who, or the Doctor, mm-hmm. created him. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, he's I, just like a little triangle dog. I so love him. Cute. So you know, what cute. He, you know what he reminds me of? His body style reminds me of those little black car things that run around the inside of the Death Star and tell people where to go. You know, what oh, I'm talking yeah. about uh-huh. the one. The ones on Robot Chicken, they're driven by little mice in uh, Stormtrooper helmets, which is really hilarious. But, all right. That's funny. So, Doctor Who has a lot of them. Do you have any specifics you wanted to... Oh, in Doctor Who? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, uh, the Cybermen and the Daleks are the ones that we know uh, the most. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think. um, You really wouldn't count uh, the Automods, Auto... Autom- you know the things that automatic automatons yeah the ones so that, like the mannequins and things yeah like that. but um the santas that come to life and try to yeah, kill people but the one in the um very first episode with capaldi uh it they really had um well you know what i'm sorry so same with the girl in the mirror the one with um madame pompadour um that uh, those automatons they they um they become cyborgs because mm-hmm. they're using humans to yeah, yeah. And so those are kind of cool. They're scary as shit. In mm-hmm. fact, uh, we went to one of these cons and uh, there was like the Doctor Who, um, some kind of uh, fan club or something. And they had like these, the ones of the friends from Lady Pomp, the Lady Pompadour, and mm-hmm. the, was the girl in the mirror, the girl in the fireplace, actually, I think is the name oh, of that episode. Oh, that was a great episode. And they had the... the were the uh, big TikTok it's, it's, yeah, the guys yeah. and, and they like were marionettes. And they, would cl- they were actually clicking... Oh. And it was scary as shit. Like, cause like our uh, predator guy that yeah. we met at Comic Palooza well, with the clicky mask. Yeah, because like these are great like photo props, and then you're standing next to him, and then you start hearing the clicks, TikTok, and it's like, yeah. oh shit, that's scary. It was awesome. <laughs> you're like, I gotta go. Yeah, I think I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I gotta go get this thing over I mean, here. it was just yeah. one of those things where it's just it's just an extra level of creep they added to it. Because otherwise, it was just like you know you get your picture taken with all the villains, but that was particularly yeah. creepy. You should try to search for that uh, Predator guy again this year. Oh, yeah, he was he's fun. awesome. Okay. Uh, Star Trek, again, as the TV series. So we've got Data, yeah, obviously. Data. And we then talked about lore. lore. And then Lol. You can't forget Data's daughter, Lol. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Her. She got... Um, she. Uh, what happened to her? They had to t- send her off. I think. No, they sent her off. I thought they killed her. Uh, oh, no. She Yeah, she did. She died she off. She died. Because yeah. she couldn't handle something. Yeah, I think it because was, they she gave had her cas- the emotional. Yeah, she had a cascade failure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I really think that's what they refer to it as too. <laughs> yeah, I think she. Uh, yeah, because I, I think with with Data, his kind of became a more gradual. Mm-hmm. Like remember, because he was he was he got the emotion chip later. Yeah, so he already had a lot of his basic functions and personality down. Yeah, and then he got that emotion chip. 
And I think that's what they gave to Lol to try to make her more. Well, she ended up bypassing her programming. And yeah. it was almost like they were like, she's kind of evolving. And it was it was crazy. And then that's what I think the, everything the, just melted. Down. Yeah. And the Federation wanted to take her. And it became like this. They were like, oh, we need to, you know, look at her. And they tried to things. do that to Data. Yeah. And um, anyway, but she had a breakdown in the mm. in the middle of it, and so he tried to. I think he was able to save her memories. Yeah, I think he yeah. did, but I think the. Yeah, I forgot about her. I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. I forgot her. All brought her up. Yeah. Um, Battlestar Galactica. I got the yeah, Cylons. Yeah, I've got him. I got number six. Uh, is as the main one, right? That I would always consider as the the Cylon, the human. Oh, well, there Cylon. were twelve of them. So. I know. Or but no. number six is the All one right. you remember. You remember the blonde in the red dress. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I remember the one that was the guy from the Quantum Leap. Oh yeah, he was awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was. But he was. Uh, and then the the. Uh, see, we did our episode two Sal's years wife. ago. Um. Well, Sal's. Well, she was one of the. She wasn't one she, of the number. Like she was one of the. She was one of the original five. Yeah, she yeah, and, yeah the, she was one of the five. But no, the other one I'm thinking of is uh, Hera, you know, the one that was the pilot, and then there was oh, yeah. another one just yeah, like Boomer her. Boomer, yeah. yeah. I just, my brain fried trying to remember their, yeah. their given name. Um, or their, and I don't remember any of their numbers, so. Yeah. Except number six. Yeah. Um, I, think then, Hal, I think Sal's wife was number one. Mm, because it was, and then um, I don't know that she was one, but she was again. She was one of the and top. Zena, Zena Warrior Princess was in there, and she was one of the numbers too. She was after six, and then they decommissioned Lori, her. Uh, yo, they killed her. Yeah, yeah. they they it, killed it and made like it, they killed that number off. Yeah, you couldn't you couldn't remake her. That's right. Um, <laughs> okay, so this is another one that may just fall under AI in general, but mm-hmm. I think because it was a character in the show, mm-hmm. it has to be mentioned, which was Kit from Knight Rider. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, well, no, I mean, he's, he's a car. He's a car. So, so, I mean, that's not that different from a Transformer who's a car. Yeah, so. yeah. he just he just isn't humanoid. That's the only right. difference. Well, but I mean, yeah. I mean, he does stuff on his own. Kit's awesome. Ish. Yeah, Kit's amazing. So you just yeah. got to put him on a list because yeah. also just being a child of the 80s. Yeah, yeah. How can you not? Kit. Uh, did you know that um, oh, uh, Todd Fisher, so the brother of Carrie Fisher, mm-hmm. son of Debbie Reynolds, uh, his wife was in Knight Rider, and yep. they actually have the kit car. Yep. I did, did you know see that, the, did the bright that, lights? That's oh. why. That's why. I, that's All right. Why here's I my recommendation for the week. If you have not seen the bright lights documentary on HBO of Debbie Fisher and mm-hmm. Carrie, or Debbie Reynolds and Carrie Fisher... Stop what you're well, okay. Finish this episode and then stop what you're doing next and go watch it. Yeah, and it's so good. Take some tissues because mm-hmm. you might need them. But I swear, their life to me I mean, outside of the crazy bipolar and horrible ex husbands, just like their houses are so cute. Like they oh, just, just uh, live the, this amazing life. Yeah. It's like, um, I don't know. They were so eccentric, but they were eccentric, not, but not. To the point where they became like, no. like crazy. They yeah. didn't become like gray gardens, but they have a little compound, <laughs> well, right? And well, were- that's that's. I actually just finished. Well, I've the first two books I read this year was um, the newest uh, Princess Diarist by Carrie oh, Fisher yeah? uh-huh. that came out like two days before she had her heart attack mm-hmm. and broke my heart. 
And then I just read Unsinkable by Debbie Reynolds that I think must have been done just a couple of years ago, two, three years ago. And she had Did apparently... Did she play Molly Brown? Yeah, she played uh, the Unsinkable Molly Brown. Oh, Not in Titanic, but... No, I know. I loved, I loved that musical. Yeah. yeah, the Unsinkable Molly Brown, that is Debbie Reynolds. Um, back in I knew she was in Singing in the Rain. Yeah, she had an amazing career. Uh, but she, um, she had written a... Oh, that was her. Yeah. She had written a uh, memoir back, I guess, in the 90s when she was still married to the last husband and still thought things were good uh-huh. before he completely broke her and like tried to destroy her and may have tried to kill her. Yeah. <laughs> but she goes through all this different stuff and just, oh God, but anyway, it's so mm. good. Go watch it. It'll break your heart. Well, oh, the, that documentary again. Yeah. The whole thing will break your heart. The documentary was done by that dude from Lost. The one that was, he, Which uh, one? I forgot his name, but he looks like, okay, so if you ever watch, um, Family Guy, he looks like the real life Quagmire. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot his name, and That's now I feel like you'll see him in an episode because yeah. uh, it's when the fire alarm goes off and you can see him. <laughs> that going. is the best. Yeah. yeah, you see him in part of that. Yeah. Uh, you see him in part of the thing. Yeah, you need to go, especially just to just to look at the decor of Carrie Fisher's house. Oh, I just love it. Yeah, I think my favorite is the lion's ass and balls that meet you right on the front porch when you walk in. She's got half. <laughs> a taxidermy lion. She's got the back half of a taxidermy lion, basically, you know, mm-hmm. right next to her front door. Yeah. And it's got balls out and everything. It's it is funny. hilarious. Yeah. So totally go watch that. Um, and then I already said Voltron. So that was the end of my list. Okay. I have one. I only have one on the list that did not make it to your list. Mm-hmm. Bender from Futurama. I didn't watch Futurama. <gasps> oh, he was so funny. So he's like uh, addicted to like, uh, he's a boozer, you know, and then they, it, and he has oil and stuff all the time. And he just always says stuff like, you know, humans can bite my shiny metal ass and nice. stuff. He's funny. I like that. I like him because he, he just has no empathy uh, unless he's like told he has to have it. Then he tries yeah. to do it. But like, he's just kind of just a pain in the ass. I don't know why anybody would be friends with him, but mm-hmm. he ends up being funny as a result. I just remembered one while okay. I was thinking. So, again, if you're a child of the 80s, you probably saw the show Small Wonder. Remember oh, that one? I forgot and about the daughter that. is a robot. Like, I they for- just completely forgot about that. I can't remember that. why they have a daughter that's a robot, but they do. And yeah. she's just. I know. And she's and a little she, smart ass. And, and she's. Um, she doesn't know how to properly interact with humans mm. and whatnot. Oh, yeah. That little redheaded girl was in everything in the 80s, and I do yeah. not remember her so name at her all. So was her mom. Her mom's in everything still. Like, mm. she's still a character actress. But um, I just thought of another one. My mm. electric grandmother. I don't remember that one. Oh, my God. I just remember it. It was like, an, like she could pour milk out of her finger and stuff, and you got this electric grandma after you, uh, your grandma would die, and I don't know. It was weird. I It's yeah, been a while terrifying. since I've seen that. I don't remember it, that it, one, it, but... I remember watching Is that it. a Utah thing, maybe? It could be. For all I, <laughs> for all I fucking know, they got some weird shit in Utah, so... <laughs> So. This is the Mormon thing. When grandma dies, we get a robot grandma them. comes and she pours the milk right out of her finger. Yeah, it was it was <laughs> odd. It was I I just remember watching it in elementary school, but it was like also on television every once in a while, mm. you know. So, you know, the day, the teacher days where they're like, I need a break from you. And they bring out the TV and then watch uh-huh. a movie. You know, I remember in Driver's Ed watching License to Drive. And I'm like, really? Is this <laughs> a terrible this, idea? Is well, this you know, the best movie you've ever seen? Next one we'll put up is Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> God, that movie's bad. Anyway. All right. So all my right. electric grandma apparently is not sparking any reminders. Doesn't, doesn't spark me. But yeah. 
I don't know. Okay. What else you got? Anything else on robots today? I have an out-of-context internet comment. Hit it. All right. So here it is. This is just what, just like with melamine and milk and cat food products, I expect the first rogue human killing robots to come from China. And just like with the tampered food products, the ex- executives who did it will proclaim, but our customers like robots that go on murderous rampages. <laughs> well, all righty. <laughs> Our producer Craig has told me we've gone long. We've gone long. Real there's, long. There's a lot of robots. Robots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. He he mimed to me that we have gone for a while. <laughs> he did. He did. He did the point to his watch and roll his eyes, but that means nothing. <laughs> but we've had a lot of pop culture to cover here on yeah. this. So a lot of cool. robots. Yeah, it's so. good. There's lots of good robots and droids and cyborgs. Oh my. So I don't know. All right. So um, everybody keep um, tweeting uh, Felicia Day and telling her to be on our yes, show. Yes, please. We, we've forgotten about this uh, to talk about it already. We would love Felicia Day to be on our show. She's going to be here in May for Comic Palooza. We're going to be here in May for Comic Palooza. We always it's are. It's yeah. totally, amazingly, perfectly good fit. Yeah. So everybody tweet the crap out of it so that we can get Felicia Day on our show. All right. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Music provided by www.bensound.com, and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. Okay, now we've done podcasting for six hours. We're going to go party! <laughs> <laughs>